The world is a weird place, and when you're a truck driver, sometimes truck stops can be the scariest place on earth. The weirdest things happen at truck stops, from weird people to prostitutes. You hear singing, and then it turns into screaming. You think somebody's trying to kill you, and all you're trying to do make a paycheck. I'm Zach Halcox and this is seven scary truck driver stories on the infiltrators scary stories. Tonight's episode of the infiltrators scary stories is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is the best way to make a podcast. Everybody has something to say. Here's the best part about Anchor. It's free. Also, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you for free so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. I use Anchor and it is the best podcasting platform I have been a part of. And the best part, it's free. You can also make money off of it. That's what's awesome about it. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. We all have something that we are uh, very deeply uh, concerned about or something that we have the need to feel that we have to put out into the world. And this is the best way to make your own podcast. If you think podcasting is not possible for you to do or it's difficult to do, then use Anchor. I've made other podcasts before and it was a lot more time to make a podcast. With Anchor, you can make a whole podcast in less than an hour. Anchor is the best way to make a podcast. So once again, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. switched the truck off, do the curtains, lock the truck from both sides, jump into bed, set my alarm, and set my phone above me in the compartment. I was rolling around from side to side for around five to ten minutes. I couldn't get to sleep due to it being prime summer temperatures, reaching around 30 degrees at night. I'm looking up at the ceiling, mentally planning out my day ahead. Suddenly, the passenger door opens up. Slightly, the cabin lights come on. What the fuck? Now, the truck is a fairly late model and in pristine condition. 
so there's no question about the door being faulty or anything. I just sat there for what felt like an eternity, expecting someone to come up and see me sitting there with the solid rod in my hand that we use for tightening belts. No one came up, nor was there any noise at all. I just heard quiet, eerie silence. I grabbed my torch and jumped down, walked around the truck. No other trucks were around, nor were there any cars. It was just me and my fully loaded B-double. Around five or ten minutes of getting fucked around with, I locked up and went to bed again. Woke up the next morning, yawned, fixed myself up along with the bed, opened the curtains, and FML. There's a cemetery next to where I stopped. Hunger and laziness all escaped upon realization. Grabbed keys. Didn't put my shoes on. Didn't even put my pants on. Switched the truck on and just got out of there as soon as possible. Number two, he had no idea how his truck got from one place to the next. My boyfriend is a truck driver who routinely does night runs. Oddly enough, I asked him this question myself a few days ago. He told me that one night he was getting ready to park in a lot next to a truck stop. He said it looked like there was no lights on. No cars, no sign of anyone, but he said, screw it. He was tired. He woke up the next morning, parked on the side of the road with three highway patrol vehicles behind him. He was about 15 miles from the truck stop he had parked at. Thing is, he was sleeping in the cabin the whole time. He has no idea how he got from one side of the road and the logic says someone tried stealing the truck and succeeded. And the police convinced him of this happening as they saw a man in a black jumpsuit running away from his truck into a nearby field. Even then, he still feels uneasy about the whole situation. Apparently, the doors were still locked from the inside and there was no real sign of anyone trying to break in. Number three, an invisible person started shaking the truck. My brother was a truck driver in the 90s slash early 2000s. He just told me this story a few months ago. He was driving through Pennsylvania on the way back to New Jersey. He pulled over the side of the road behind two other trailers. In the early morning, he heard someone banging on his right door. He quickly jumps up from the sleeping compartment and grabs his bat. 
As he looks out the window, there's no one. There's nothing there. There's nothing out the window. There's no one at all. There's no one. And then a bang on the left side. He freaked out and looks out the window. And there's nothing but silence now. He's trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. Seconds later, banging on both doors simultaneously. He said the banging was so loud and heavy, the truck was shaking. Both curtains open. He can see there's no one out there. He quickly jumps in the driver's seat and starts the truck. He sees the other two trucks ahead of him doing the same thing. He said he felt as if they all had experienced the exact same thing. Number four, he was robbed while sleeping in the bed of his own truck. This is actually one I can answer due to my father having been a truck driver for over 30 years. He is currently in the hospital due to back problems. There might be a connection. Mind you, this story might have happened 15, maybe 20 years ago. It's a retelling of retelling. I might even go back and edit certain parts if I recall something different, but I'll do my best to summarize. One night, as my father was trying to catch a few hours of sleep in the bed of his truck before having to, kind of illegally, drive a few more hours than he was supposed to due to time constraints and bad traffic all day, he heard little bumps from the outside like a raccoon trying to get into a metal shed so his first thought was simply, it probably was just a raccoon. But then things turned a bit creepy. He started hearing more noises and finally some mumbling from outside. Clearly no raccoon, but a couple of guys, maybe two to three. Fully convinced this wasn't just an animal. My father tried to get up, but simply couldn't. It was like he was mentally all there, but his muscles weren't responding. It wasn't anything like sleep paralysis though. Turns out those guys put a little rubber tube through the truck's little skylight, which was like tilted up slightly for some fresh air while sleeping and poured some kind of knockout gas or something like that into the truck's cabin. Barely conscious, he could barely do anything but just lay there and watch as two men entered the cabin after fiddling around with the lock for a few more minutes. They took all they could to find. But after that, both company and private phone his wallet, and even his shoes. Something that I personally find most terrifying. One of these thieves was searching everything thoroughly. He gave my dad a complete pat down. Pockets of his shirt and pants, under his pillows, basically anywhere 
someone might hide something valuable. Personally, that would have freaked me out the most. And the most interesting part about this story is that he told me about it as if it were just a thing you got to go through when being a truck driver. And this story in particular isn't too rare up there, he said. He also told me a ton of horror stories from other drivers, but I want to keep it in the family for this one. Maybe another day. Number five, a woman got decapitated by the wheels of his truck. Like most people on here, this didn't happen to me. One of my good friends from middle school had a stepfather who was a truck driver for a good amount of time. He was a tough son of a bitch. I never saw him not look like he was going to kill somebody, except one time when he told us why he stopped driving trucks. He was on a long trip from somewhere down in Texas to Boise, Idaho. By the time he hit the freeway close to Boise, he had already been up for 24 hours. Either way, I didn't believe he could have seen this coming. Outside of Boise, he was driving late at night at the fastest legal speed when out of nowhere, he sees someone sit straight up in the middle of the road. He didn't even have enough time to even hit the brakes. Not that it would have helped. She was decapitated on the spot. He later found out she was tweaked out. I don't even think even if he was asleep deprived, he would have been seeing her laying there. From what the police could gather, she walked out there, sat down, eventually fell asleep in the road. No one knows who she was or how she got out that far. Number six, he woke up to the sound of singing that turned into screaming. I have a truck driver from the extended family. An uncle used to drive a lot and he always came back with the most weirdest stories ever. While every family member knew his stories, uh, there was one story he told and warned about. Even to me when I was six or so, more of the story is just never stay during night in the desert alone. It seems once he drove to Chile, he had a, a contract and the way there was okay. I made the travel myself later in life and it's beautiful. Whenever he was done, he usually spent a few bucks on booze. But this time, due to a family gathering, he wanted to come back as soon as possible. So instead of drinking in some bar, he decided to sleep a bit at the 
at the Kanda Desert. Well, it's a desert. And he had parked way outside the road a few miles before the next village. He sleeps and wakes up on someone singing. He is confused and thinks it's the radio, but the radio is not on. Then the singing stops and it sounds more like screaming. Like someone was screaming for help. That's when he wants to get out and help, but he is still confused. He said he started the motor and the lights to see where and who was there. Also, he did open the window a bit and yelled, asking what had happened. It was nothing, and right when he decides to get out anyway, he catches a movement in the corner of where the lights end. It looked like a woman, but the face was pitch dark. He freaks out and drives away, nonstop, until he reached home. Whatever he saw or thought he saw, every time he told the story, his face went pale. Even my grandmother commented how he was usually a very jolly guy, and whatever happened to him in the desert freaked him totally out. Number seven, a white car kept following us and then pointed a gun at us. Also not a truck driver, but have a spooky story. About three or four years ago, my dad and I took a 24 hour journey to Southern California to McAllen, Texas. This was in late November around 5 or 6 p.m. Still plenty of light outside. This white car that appeared to be fresh off the lot. No numbers on the plate, just the dealership plates. Started pulling in front of us repeatedly, cutting us off amidst the freeway traffic. The windows were heavily tinted so you couldn't see who was inside. It was pretty irritating and they continued to do this, so we sped up and eventually lost them. It began growing dark outside. I was tired and I fell asleep as my dad continued driving. At this point, the freeway was empty. We had passed the major cities in Texas. There was nobody else on the road. I woke up about 1.30am because I could feel our car alternatively speed the fuck up and slowly slow down. I sat up and rubbed my eyes and noticed we were alone on the freeway, but wait, holy shit. Was that same car, the same white car behind us? I look at my dad who didn't say a word, but he continued driving very seriously. My dad's a very confident driver, macho man type guy, 
we were going up to 110 miles per hour. This white car would match our speed, then quickly switch lanes and pull right in front of us over and over again. When we'd slow down, they'd slow down. When we sped up, so did they. This is some pretty scary shit. And when you're in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the night, obviously, I'm panicking. I was like 19. Like, what's happening? Are we going to be okay? I don't know what they're trying to do. It's like a game of cat and mouse, my dad says. I guess this has been going on for at least 30 minutes. So my dad decides to end this once and for all. He starts gunning it way fast, close to 117, 120 miles per hour until they're out of sight, which works. He takes the closest exit, pulls off the road. We went under an underpass. He switches off the lights, kills the engine, takes a gun out of his center console, gets out of the car and just stands there. My dad is very calm, stoic man ex-cop who never shows emotion I was convinced we were both going to die or I was going to be brutally kidnapped by the cartel or something about two minutes later slowly slowly I hear gravel beneath wheels my heart freezes and I see the white car eerily slow exit the freeway and turn the corner in the road toward us. The lights shine directly on us under the overpass, illuminating my dad, firmly positioned, both hands on his gun, pointed directly at them. They just passed us, continued their slow drive down the road toward the gas station. Immediately, we turned the car around and went back to the freeway, booked the hell out of the gas pedal, and never saw them again.